What's up? What's up? And we are back and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? And I am India Cook. And this is episode 97. Yeah. We, we inching, we inching closer we and closer to 100. On exactly. We are creeping on. Up. Exactly. Oh man. So in the last Woo. two weeks, a whole bunch of stuff. Races oh, all over the place, records being broken, mm-hmm. you know, people we know doing big things. So yes. we, we just going to dive right on into it. Now, India snuck away from Atlanta <laughs> I did <laughs> in the middle of the night to Savannah. Yes. Now, Savannah, Savannah, for those of you who don't know, Savannah has a rock, the rock and roll Savannah marathon. It's mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty big. I mean, I don't know how big it is throughout the nation, but I know here in Georgia, Mm-hmm. It's one along with, of course, the Publix here in Atlanta that a lot of yeah. people, you know, gravitate to. Um, I've run the marathon there myself, so it's definitely a great race. Um, mm-hmm. But India snuck away down there, then all of a sudden popped up and wanted to talk to people once it started raining. Like, oh, it's raining. You know what, y'all? Uh, it's raining. <laughs> but <Listen. it's- laughs> yes. So let me tell y'all like for real, for real, how it happened. So this was, this was kind of my bad too. So Braxton, it was, we had a wedding that we were going to in Savannah and Mm -hmm. it's been on our calendar, but I didn't think anything of it. Like I was just like, okay, we're going to Savannah for the weekend. I didn't think about running. I didn't think about races and I wasn't, Savannah hasn't been on my radar because I'm trying not to do as many races in Atlanta. I still obviously run in Atlanta, but I am very interested in out-of-state races in general. So Savannah is four hours from where Tommy and I live. So it, it was a little drive. It's a little bit less than four, but it's about four hours from, mm-hmm. from where Tommy and I live. So we we had it on the schedule. So one weekend, this was probably like a month or so ago, the bride and the groom sent out this email and was like, if y'all have not reserved your hotel, please do. And please let us know if you can make it or not, because there's some race or something here in Savannah <laughs> going on the same weekend of our wedding and hotel prices have skyrocketed. And so, you know me, my ears perked up. I was like, race? So as soon as I get get online immediately to figure out Mm -hmm. what race it was, I was like, oh, rock and roll? Bet. Like, I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Of course, the bride and the groom and, like, everybody else was, like, frustrated because, of course, y'all know our race weekends, like, the hotel, especially in downtown Savannah, which is where the wedding Mm -hmm. the, the prices skyrocket. And so... I was like, well, we just have to cough it up. And I was like, while we cough up this hotel cost, I'm gonna go ahead and register for this 5K as well. Cause I knew I didn't want to do the half or the full because I'm training for, for, um, for Thanksgiving. But I was like, I'll do a 5K while I'm there. I need to run anyway. So I'll go ahead and get it in. So yes, yeah, so yes, Tommy, we snuck away, uh, went for the weekend. Weather was atrocious. Like, mm. so we drove down Friday morning um, and it was raining, but it picked up even more. So the, as you're the, getting closer. Yes, as we were getting closer. So when we got there, it was like 40 degrees, which is already cold, 40 degrees, raining and super windy, mm. like very bad. And so the half marathon and the full, as well as the relay were on Saturday. It was a monsoon. Like it was to the point where we stayed in our physical hotel. We went out to dinner. Well, they had a welcome party on Friday. So we went to that. It was raining. But of course, we're like, hey, we're not in wedding clothes. We're just in like jeans and are cute. It was Mm -hmm. raining. But on Saturday, it was ridiculous. We didn't leave our hotel until it was time for the wedding. So the bride and the groom end up having to move the wedding. Um, And because of the weather, the marathon for Savannah ended up being canceled. Now, Tommy, I don't know if you know about rock and roll, but they are, they kind of have a track record of doing some 
I don't say shicey stuff, but just they need to do better with their communication. They canceled this marathon a couple hours, I want to say before the marathon. Like they sent out a message and was just like, hey, sorry guys, like we're going to cancel this marathon. And it's just like, bro, y'all knew last night it was going to be like, it was going to be bad enough to where it needs to be canceled. So they mm-hmm. canceled the full and the half marathoners and the relays could still run, but they were, they kept sending out ma- messages about hypothermia because it was really cold and like it was record temps in savannah yeah. savannah is not like atlanta it gets it's warmer than atlanta and so for it to be 40 degrees there as well as raining it just wasn't good conditions so i knew a, a good handful of people that were going down there um to do the half or the full and when i tell y'all most of them like canceled like it, it was like it's not worth me running 13 miles in the rain in the cold rain and mm-hmm. so so that got canceled, but the sky opened up and was beautiful on Sunday for me to run my 5K. <laughs> Even though it was wet and muddy everywhere, it still yeah. was, I was able to get the 5K done. So. You know, because Savannah is one of the weirder ones, because usually the 5K is going to be on that Saturday, and the marathons that Sunday is usually how most people work it. So Savannah's right. a little weird how they do that. Because even the year I ran the marathon, mm-hmm. I don't remember, because I, I know we ran on a Saturday because Heather and I didn't come back until the next day, which was that Sunday. If it was Sunday, I would have come back, you know, the same day. Uh, So yeah, it's a little weird how they do things. Yeah, and then the 5K wasn't until 1230. I guess, you know, you and Savannah. Savannah's a party town. They want to give y'all some time to wake up. (laughs) I didn't realize it until later because Braxton was like, we need to know details because his mom drove down, like rode down with us. And we were like, we're going to have to, uh, mom's going to have to get in somebody else's car because this race don't start until 1230. And (laughs) I will be done. You know what I'm saying? 130, we'll be back on the road. And his mom was like, I'm trying to get back. (laughs) So So everybody looking at you side eye. Everybody everybody looking at you side eye. Everybody looking at you side eye. Like, excuse me? Girl, we trying to get home. You tripping. <laughs> yes. I'm getting a hard side eye. Braxton was like, like Braxton, you gonna put me in an Uber? He was like, babe, I'll wait for you. I'm like, okay. Go your race. All he right. Said, there you go, Braxton. Because I, I know some dudes be like, I got to take my mama home. I don't know what to tell right. you. <laughs> well, the good thing about it, it was a family <laughs> gathering. So his twin, his twin brother was also in town. Okay. So- just got in the car with them. Uh, okay, good, good. It worked. But yeah, yeah, it did. When I guess they do it later also in case there's people who ran the half or ran the full that might want to run the 5K as their little, you know, shake out or whatever they want to call it. That, yeah, recovery. And they give them time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's they probably. Had the one miler in the kids race too. So maybe they just wanted to do it a little bit later. Yeah, but I, I ain't going to lie. I'd rather you do, go ahead, Saturday, do my 5K. And then Sunday, let me run my marathon and then get in the car and go home. It would make sense <laughs> if it was the other way around. Yeah, but you know, hey, rock and, you know, Savannah's always weird. It's always something going, you know, and I mean, I don't want to joke about it because we do know people have passed away. Passed away, at, I was going to yeah, mention that. Yeah, yeah, at the Savannah Marathon. I'm not joking about that, but weird things happen yeah. at the Savannah Marathon. So, you know, maybe it's the city, who knows? exactly exactly no jinx to y'all but exactly exactly well that's nice yeah because when heaven was like you know india india's down in savannah it's like okay let that girl run you know (laughs) well you know i'm barely ever on social media i'm trying to get better but i'm hardly ever on social media so of course she's she's my social media bulldog she all over it Mm -hmm. you tell me everything 
Um, yes. It's weird because we get ready to talk about New York. What's weird is we have a friend um, that was running New York mm. and had us warping down. She had found him and, and was uh, following him. And he, she's like, oh, he's already finished. I was like, what his time? This time was like only like four, four or five. And, you know, not that this guy couldn't have all of a sudden, you know, run a 405 marathon, but his right. training runs were in like the 12s and the 11s. I'm like, I just don't see how he all of a sudden dropping eight minute miles right. if his training <laughs> runs. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, but I don't think so. Running easy. See, yeah. that's why I So that's why I said, I said maybe, it. but usually at least one of your training runs, you're going to show an eight minute mile somewhere if you you're actually right. got it in Even you. if you're doing an 80 train <laughs> Exactly. You're going to show it somewhere. <laughs> but it turned yeah. out, this is a weird thing. It turned out they had him down as a female. Cause I went, I found his number, went and found him. They had him as a female. It's, a, it's cause another person had his same name. So she assumed, well, male, that's gotta be him. And it turned out to be, but so I went and actually found his number, but that was weird. I was like, New York messed up on male, female and yeah. you know, weird. Anyway, but we're going to talk about New York or do we have something before New York? We yeah, well, I just want to say, I mean, I know that I went to Savannah this weekend, but even this this weekend was packed full yes. of races. So we had New York City Marathon, which we're definitely going to talk about. We had the Indy Monumental um, and LA Marathon, Barcelona Marathon. Um, and then there was a Disney series. One of the Disney series was this weekend. And of course, you guys, that's not to discount any other race. I'm just mentioning some of the bigger races that a lot of people go to. Of course, there was a lot of other races. I did a post and I had some people DM me, you forgot about this race. And I'm like, listen, let me update my catchment. Yeah, this is a few <laughs> races. I can't just, name every you can't, race. You, right now, especially the way, you know, all these races are being packed in because of, you know, they're trying to get it in now yes. because we kind of passed that pandemic wall. And so you got a lot of races. So it's kind of hard because you usually can say, oh, one, you know, mention a few races. Now it's, you'll miss, you'll definitely miss one. <laughs> yes. And because they're also not on schedule. Like I think about, yeah. I don't know if you remember, Tommy, when we first started a podcast, I mentioned my 50 state journey and I told you how I had like a whole Excel spreadsheet on <laughs> what months certain races run. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm scared to even use that anymore because I'm like, Cause stuff it, it is might not be right. All, yeah, it may not be yeah. right just because of the pandemic. So at some point when I have a little bit more time and energy, maybe I'll revisit that schedule to see if it is right. Like maybe within the next year or so, stuff will be back on schedule of how it has been in previous mm -hmm. years. But right now, I'm like, I can't even look at that. <laughs> craziness, craziness. But yeah, I get it. Uh, were you on the road or were you back home by the time New York was running? So because- No, you were still race, there. Yeah. I was still there. So because the race was at 1230, I had the ability to lay in bed and watch New York. Okay. I watched, I watched the whole, like all the elite run. Mm -hmm. um, well, when I was on in the car on the way to get something to eat they were finishing so I was able to watch it all on TV Braxton was like really I'm like you can stay asleep I'm watching New York Marathon we got a little bit of time <laughs> so yes yeah, so I was able to watch it on TV it was it was a really good race like I really mm -hmm. was excited to see um everything that took place for the race and congratulations to Paris Kipchichir um she's the first woman to ever uh, run the Tokyo she did Tokyo Marathon obviously the Olympics and mm -hmm. she came in first and then she came back for a fall marathon and get first so that is a historic win for her 
congratulations to her. That's amazing. Of course, mm-hmm. for her win, I'm always intrigued. I don't know about y'all, but I'm always intrigued about how much money they make. So she made a hundred thousand dollars on for Sunday's race. Like can where, you now, where is she from? She's Kenyan. Kenyan. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So congratulations to her. That is. I don't know. It's just a huge accomplishment. And I think to be able to, and I'm not going to say back-to-back marathons, like how Selene Flanagan has done, but obviously full efforts within a couple months apart, right? Like that, like New York is a full effort. Tokyo is a full, like the Olympics is a full effort. So I think that that is beyond amazing. And obviously she was very fit. Yeah, exactly. Very fit. Um, Now we got to talk about the American broken ribs. Sidell had broken ribs and she came in fourth. That is amazing to me. That mm-hmm. is, can you imagine running 26.2 miles after having some broken ribs? I did not hear that. Yeah. I mean, she you hadn't heard, yeah. No, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, she had, okay, so they were talking now, it, they it didn't come out until after the race, but okay. they had been talking about she had had problems during the lead up to the New York mm-hmm. City Marathon. Okay. But they didn't really say why. Then after the race, it was, they exposed that, yeah, she broke two ribs. Um, they didn't say how it happened. They didn't say she fell or whatever. Right. But she had broken two ribs, and that's why she couldn't completely do her lead-up, like her training lead-up. Mm. Now, of course, I don't know how long ago it was. Um, it probably, you know, because she ran at the Olympics as well. So it had to be sometime between the Olympics and, you know, now that it happened. And I, I've never broken ribs but I have played football with people that have. You've had like and, bruised ribs or something and it's yeah, hard to breathe. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's I, it, I can't even imagine what that was like. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to run, breathe, you know, the pounding of the pavement. It had to hurt almost every single time she hit the pavement. No, seriously. Yeah. yeah. So she's, she's, she's a beast. And I, I, when, when I say beast, y'all, it's in the most respectful way. But she is very um very strong very determined when I hear her do interviews it's she's she says she taps into this like really aggressive like thought process in her mind Mm -hmm. and she goes after it but for her to finish fourth and she also snagged the record of the fastest American woman to run New York like that is amazing amazing so and that was her what fourth marathon that was her fourth yeah all time (laughs) <laughs> right so it's one of those things where it's it's like there are just some some people that you're just like wow and of course I mean she was doing big things in high school and you know through through other uh times but I think she is I would say officially on the map of course she was on the map when she did what she did in the uh marathon olympic trials but mm-hmm. I mean she is definitely she's got a lot of a lot of time in her and I'm just really excited to see kind of what's next for her well, I mean, definitely, because when you look at marathons, usually as far as Americans, men or women, we don't, they don't mention them as contenders to actually win. It barely, you know, podium. And now anytime I see her, I think she has a chance. If nothing else, she's got a chance to get on the podium, podium mm-hmm. if nothing else, if, if she's not winning. Whereas I, I don't see that so much on the men's side anymore, but I definitely see it in her, that she definitely has a shot every time she lines up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, well, I mean, I'll say this now, Tommy, I don't know if you saw, but like, on the men's side for Americans, our good old friend, Nathan Martin, 
He was mm -hmm. on episode 62. So he came in eighth at New York City Marathon, but he came in third overall American. So I've got my eyes on the prize for him. I think somebody needs to sign him. Like he <laughs> is amazing. Um, he ran it in 212.57. And it's just one of those things where I just feel like he didn't comment on my radar until the Olympic trials, which I think yeah. that was kind of for everyone, the Olympic trials. But ever since he's been like going, going, going. And for me, I was really happy for him to see him lining up at with the pros during for New York City. Like that was beyond amazing. And I was really excited for him. So congratulations, Nathan. And I'm hoping that he can give a little bit more hope on the men's side for American, American, American. He definitely puts in a lot of work because he, he's very much active on his social media. So I, I see his social media sometimes and just see some of the workouts he does. He yeah. puts in the work for sure. Right. Definitely puts in the work. So, and of course we got to give our girl, um, Shalane Flanagan, her props. Listen, she did six marathons, 42 days, and her fastest was the last one. Like, come on, which was New York City. <laughs> so she finished New York City in 233.34. Her goal was to do sub 245, but she crushed sub 245 in all of her runs except for Chicago. She did 246.39 in Chicago, but all of the other ones, she did well under 245. So I just want to like give props to her. Like I know we have, we know people, Tommy, you and I know people in the Atlanta running community or beyond that do do marathons back to back like every weekend they may go do a marathon but they're not dropping six minute mile marathons yeah <laughs> like five and six minute mile marathons like they're not doing that so I just feel like that is a different a different look to it and of course for Chicago Boston weekend she did a back like literally less than 24 hour turnaround on those mm -hmm. those races so I just want to say kudos to her and of course she is retired um, but it's also awesome to listen to her during interviews because she talks about how she's she's not in the pro field like she runs with the rest general pop like general population mm -hmm. and she's like I actually get to experience the marathon. She was like, it's totally different than being a pro running. She was like, I got to figure out how to drink my water. I got to figure out like <laughs> how, to grab, how to grab a cup and squeeze it from the water station. Whereas, you know, elites usually have bottle service basically. And they, yeah. you know, certain bottle and all that so she's like it's a different experience but she definitely has enjoyed it so congratulations to Shalane Sh Flanagan on that well you know what and I was listening to another running podcast and they were talking about Shalane and they were like well I hope next year she does it of course next year all the world majors are not going to be all close together but maybe mm -hmm. she does it with some different marathons and yeah. she does you know kind of the same the same thing so they were like yeah I would love to see it so maybe we should you know DM her like hey yeah, next year do this should. Yeah, well, she did mention that she still does have to run Tokyo officially because yeah. she, mm -hmm. she only she was only able to run Tokyo um, virtually. But I think that she will run Tokyo, so you never know; she might do it again. I mean, it mm. sounds like she still has the fire under her, and running is something that she's not completely retired from. She's retired from being a pro runner, but she still really has the fire, and of course, still still training athletes with Bowerman Club and all of that so she still has the fire to continue to do it yes indeedy but yeah it was a, overall it was a, it, I love the ESPN I think it was on ESPN I think did a great job with the um the broadcast um of course it's a you know some of these other world majors kind of a disadvantage because the American broadcast those people a lot of times aren't actually at the race live 
They're watching it through, uh, especially during the pandemic, they were watching it through videotape. I know that's how they do Berlin. I know that's how they do um, London. Um, but I think New York, the broadcast was great. They had um, the race director, the first African-American um, world major race director, uh, Mr. Is it Malas? I'm sorry if I'm saying his, his name incorrectly, but Ted, um, he was doing, and they had him, you know, talking about different um, charities that the New York City Marathon helped support, and they went over a lot of different stuff. So I enjoyed the broadcast. They had a lot of filler, as opposed just to watching the runners. They had a lot of filler going on. Yes, definitely, which was really, really good. And, you know, I think sometimes, I like you just said, like, I'm always intrigued to see um, more Americans, but of course they have to, like, they have to get everybody, but I'm like, just focus on the Americans. That's all I want to see right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get off of New York, I want to give like, oh, we have a lot of friends or, I, you know, you and I have a lot of runner friends that did New York. Huge congratulations to everybody that completed that, especially people that completed Chicago and New York. But I want to give a shout out to, um, to one of our very loyal listeners, Kara Olick. Um, Kara BQ'd at Mm. at New York which is I won't say that it's rare but it's kind of rare because New York is not an easy course Mm -mm. but I want to say Kara congratulations I saw you you were injured at one point you put in the work to get to to get your build-up done as well as BQ so congratulations and I really hope that you um, are able to you are a Boston qualifier I hope that you are able to get a slot to Boston because you definitely deserve it so she is a very loyal listener of ours so Kara congratulations yeah that is amazing because that is not a course to, that you would you know nobody goes you know what I'm gonna BQ at New York New York is the one I, you know most people go out west and try to get something flat but that's amazing mm-hmm. so congratulations yeah for sure um, and while we're speaking of Boston, Tommy, did you hear that for Boston 2022, everyone must, all runners must be fully vaccinated. They are not wow. taking negative tests. They are not taking negative tests within 72 hours. You must be fully <laughs> vaccinated. Listen, Woo. when they posted that, Tommy, the, the comments <laughs> were I bet them people late. went crazy. I know they were crazy. <laughs> America, you can't make me get vaccinated. I guarantee you would not be running. The comments were Liddy, and they were to the point where it was like, and let me let me preface this because I know I get some DMs. It is your choice. I am fully vaccinated. I am ready to get my booster. Like I'm in the game, but I I know that it is your choice. However, you can't be upset of these organizations putting out these rules for it. And if you don't, then you just can't run. That's how I feel. Um, but you will see so many people, if you look at the comments, you're like, okay, noted, not vaccinated, noted, not vaccinated. You know what I mean? And it's one of those mm-hmm. things where I appreciate Boston taking that stance. I'm sure it took a lot for them to officially say, this is what we're going to do. But the flip side of it, honestly, Tommy, is that maybe it will allow some people that have a less of a qualifying buffer to get in. Because some mm-hmm. of the people that are not wanting to get vaccinated are unable to get vaccinated maybe it'll change the field a little bit maybe it will look different on who actually will run and it may be a benefit to people that maybe only have a 30 second buffer like who knows yeah. we don't know what the time frame is yet but maybe it'll allow people to get in there well okay so we're talking about boston who yes turn away i don't know how many thousands of people thousands of people if you can't every every year so mm-hmm. i'm sure they're like you know if we do it 
we still gonna be full. And we yeah. probably, I mean, we still gonna be full. So I don't see what the problem is. And mm-hmm. when they, now I, I gotta imagine big marathons are insured. And I'm I'm assuming, this is what I'm thinking, that by doing this, maybe their insurance is a little cheaper, could have something to do with it. I don't know how. Um, I don't work that side of insurance, so I don't know how they, the yeah. analy- how the analysts look at that. But I'm sure there's some liability with COVID out there. There's some liability when you're lining up thousands of people. Um, yeah. You know, some people get injured, you know, like, you know, physically injured, or they get COVID out there running. So I'm thinking that probably has something to do with it as well. But I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm probably thinking that's I'm thinking that has something to do with it because now, of course, we live in the South, um, where you know the South people do what the hell they want. They don't, you know, they don't want to listen to nobody. We're free in the South, I suppose. But I have friends in Boston, and when I say they come to the South and are amazed how we walk around, mm-hmm. how they see people with no masks on and all that, they're amazed when they see that. And I'm like, it's just the South. I don't know what to tell you. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's totally different up there. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my best friends lives in Boston. And, you know, they like, <laughs> I don't want to say jump, but that's the best word I can say. They they jump people at the, at the gym. They ain't got their mask on. Like, look, like, you ain't going to be in here without your mask. So you got to go. Like, they, they dead serious about it. I'm up there. So maybe that mentality, you know, has, over, has flowed over to the actual marathon as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that that definitely could be, could be, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm really intrigued for them to see what the buffer time is going to be when they do officially announce it. And for those that have Boston qualified um, this week, the week that you hear this podcast is when you all can send in your registration information and then you just pray until they let you know if you're approved or not. <laughs> so, well, you know, yeah. ways that you can get into Boston for those that may not know that Boston is one of the only world majors that, um, well, you you can qualify for time anywhere else, but Boston is very strict with their time qualifying. So in order to get into Boston, you can't just pay your way unless you do charity, but it's not- There's no lottery. There's no lottery. So it's qualifying via time. You can do charity. Um, Of course, you can get a sponsored bib as well. So there, you know, but Boston is well known for qualifying times of getting in and majority of their field are people that have qualified and they're very strict qualifying time. So I look forward to seeing what that qualifying time is. Yeah, I do expect, I predict some form of protest from somebody. Oh yeah, oh, come on now. They They protesting for Kyrie Irving. You don't think they're gonna protest for the- Boston Marathon? Come on. So, yeah. No, I mean, just like like New York ain't going to change nothing. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they can, but I I do feel that there will be, you know, some kind of backlash. We'll probably hear from a previous president at some point about it, you know. So, we'll see. And their their field size for 2022 is going to be 30K. So, yeah. We'll see, which is a little bit is less than what the traditional field size is, Mm -hmm. but they also are still keeping the vaccination mandate. So, yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, I didn't know that until you said it and I was surprised. I mean, you know, for me, I'm like, well, okay, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not running time anyway, so it's not affecting my life. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, we'll see what happens. I hope they, they hold the line with their decision. I hope they don't cave. I hope they do hold the line with their decision and, you know, we kind of move forward because 
the quicker we can get this over with, the quicker we can get this over with. So I can be at the beach, not worried about nothing. That's true. And I think that, I mean, I'm not going to say that all races need to do that, but I think that, I mean, it is their decision to make that, to make that change. And I mean, it is like Savannah, we couldn't get our bib or anything unless we had a vaccination card like showed mm-hmm. our vaccination card or we had a negative covid test so mm-hmm. within 72 hours so in savannah that was a requirement for all runners so so did savannah have because you know like like you i'm vaccinated so i don't know how this works did savannah have um like covid testing at the expo or anything like that you had to just go and find it on your own basically mm-hmm. okay yeah so that's it, interesting we were we were notified within the um, race registration that that was a requirement. So, so based before you left your home, you, you needed to get, to get it get done. It, you yeah, needed to get it done before coming. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, that's interesting. That that is interesting. But yeah. yeah, that's 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 you know, I like it. I'm sure there's some people that don't, but I like it. Go ahead, Boston. Right. Be strong. <laughs> Go ahead, Boston. Be strong. Be strong. Don't fall. Be strong. <laughs> Don't fall. Be strong. Um, I mean, you know, when I, I since I'm vaccinated, of course, the vaccine does not mean I'm I'm vaccinated. Doesn't mean I can't get COVID, but or, it, or carry it or transmit. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it basically means I I will probably live through if I do get COVID. That's basically, it. and I got to get my booster shot as well. Um, mm-hmm. coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, what else is going on? I think that's all I got. It's been a lot of stuff going on. Oh, did you see Kipchoge's run? So I know last- Oh yeah, um, Paris. Yes, last mm-hmm. episode we mentioned wanting to see him do something. Um, so he did sneak into Paris and do a 5K. And it was kind of one of those things. Um, it was one of those things where he started at the back, one of those races where he started at the back and tried to mm-hmm. see how many people he could catch. And it's so funny, Tommy, when you see- the headlines for for this race a lot of them is like a thousand people beat kipchoge and it's like yeah all right <laughs> and, and and basically i guess those thousand people are going to be in a a special race during the paris olympics is that kind of what's happening i think that's what it said i think if you beat him because it was to celebrate they are um a thousand days from until the 2024 and, yeah yeah until the paris olympics and I think if you came in ahead of him, and I think that's why the number's a thousand people. Um, right. If you came in ahead of him, you uh, they're having some kind of special race during that time period that you can you're going to be invited yeah. to be in or whatever. But honestly, after seeing that, and and I don't know how you feel, I, I didn't really in the end, I didn't like all the world majors being so close together because mm-hmm. I think it diluted the field. Nothing against the people that won. Hey, you won. Your name is on the trophy. I'm not taking it away from you. But it diluted the field because you couldn't have people, you know, people could not everybody could be a Shalane Flanagan and run, you know, uh, Bekele, you know, he ran two marathons, but you see, you know, he didn't, not much was done. He didn't podium on either one of them, but it diluted the field of elites. So I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, I am used to seeing, you know, Kipchoge running at least two marathons and, you know, getting to see him do his thing um, yeah. and seeing if anybody can actually ever come close to beating him, um, which we didn't get to see this year. So I didn't really enjoy it altogether. It was interesting, but I, I think I'll be happy when it goes back to, being to normal. Yeah, being spread out where you can get some elites running more than one mm-hmm. um, during the year. So you can get, get a little bit better, but um, 
I was thinking when I, I saw the Paris one, I was like, you know what? If if we keep doing it, if we if Kipchoge keeps beating everybody, I think he should have to run. Like he should, they should do a gun time for the elites, and then Kipchoge <laughs> starts maybe five minutes after the, everybody else. And see <laughs> what happens. And see what I think that's what we should do. That should be his next thing. Because I'm not gonna lie, to you, I don't know if he's ever gonna be able to to beat uh, two hours in an actual race. It seems kind of hard. If nothing else is because of terrain, um, it's not going to be flat enough. But I would love to see Kipchoge start, you know, two, three, four minutes after the elites and see what happens. That would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. <laughs> but I agree with you. Like, I think with Tokyo, with the Olympics being this year and then the whole COVID thing of all the marathons being backed up, I think it was good to see the races, but there were certain people that I would love to have seen go against each other. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, but with them being compact, it was really interesting how they, how I'm pretty sure the agents and the athletes had to, managers had to really think about which one they were going to do, like pick mm-hmm. and choose. Um, exactly which one they were actually going to do so yeah but maybe you know maybe we'll see what next year brings we'll see what happens yes hopefully it will bring a little bit more normalcy um to it and of course boston has already announced that it will be done in april so okay that will be back normal and that's always the first april in um first april that's always the first first monday in april is usually when that takes place so I'm glad to know that that would at least be back on schedule and hopefully the other world majors will as well. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. We're going to get there. Definitely. Definitely. Yes, we will. So you so got you anything have, coming up? I just have Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving half coming up. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been kind of plugging my way, getting back to that. But other than that, no, I don't, I don't have anything else on the book. I think Honestly, Tommy, I think after Thanksgiving half, I'm going to take some time off, not j- time off from running, but t- mm-hmm. taking time off from a training block. Like I've been training since March when I had my injury, I've been on some kind of training plan with a coach and with mm-hmm. a team. And I just feel like I, I don't care how much people talk about it. Like having being in a training block or a training cycle for consecutive cycles, it's draining. Like having to do something or having something on the calendar, it is draining. So I look forward to kind of running when I feel like it or running at my own instead of having something like on a calendar. So um, after Thanksgiving, I'm going to relax. I'm going to build up my strength during the summertime. So then in the spring, I am a stronger runner and ready to go. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm just training. I'm going to run, I think, the 10K in December with Tessa's race, the uh, the West Side. It's yes, the West Side 10-miler, but I'm going to run the 10K. Yes, yeah, West Side 10. So the 10-miler yeah. and the 10K. And if you are in Atlanta, definitely sign up for that race. It's a really good race in the West Side, West Midtown area. Um, Tommy and I will be out there doing some good things. I'll be out there doing some MC and stuff. So definitely check us out and that again is the west side 10 you can find it on run sign up exactly and yeah they're gonna have a day party the next day after the race um at uh uh what's the what's the brewery name let's see i can never i always forget but um at the brewery over there uh we're gonna have they're gonna have a day party and that's when uh, we're gonna do a little little podcasting um the next day as well but uh this is gonna be in december Yes, definitely. So that is the weekend of December 11th and December 12th. So definitely 
definitely check that out. It's going to be a, definitely a good time. And of course, we're going to have a good time engaging and doing what we do. So exactly, exactly. And then after that, it'll, it'll be the new year and anything can happen. Listen, I'm still thinking about the uh the um what was the one I was talking about the hot chocolate I'm still thinking about it I'm not positive because that's in February yeah but I might you know what I might just need to take that trip to Tampa and do the Gasparilla because I think that's the end of that's the end of February as well if I'm not mistaken Mm, okay well that works out are you um you gonna put a, a full on your on your calendar for 2022 Woo, I doubt it. I'll probably stick with halves for right now. I don't think so. I mean, unless I look up and get into a world major, I, I don't see me um, uh, running a full. Because I didn't, I think they've already had the entrance for London and I didn't put up for that. Um, I'll see yeah. when they do the entrance for New York, but I'll, I'll probably put it put up for New York. Um, okay. I said Chicago, but nah. I mean, if I'm going to do, you know, right now, next year, I'm going to do something I haven't done before and it would have to be a different world major. So, right. Um, So we're looking at New York, basically (laughs) would be the only one that I would actually do. Yeah. Um, I would do New York 2022. That would be a good go. Exactly. So that would be it for me. All right. Well, congratulations to everyone that raced in this past weekends. Like y'all did amazing. And I just love to see my timeline. So (laughs) (laughs) keep it up keep it up i know we have cim in a couple weeks um so that's will be another bigger race that a lot of people go to that has a really big field so yes indeedy so um if they need to get in touch with you how would they do that miss cook yes so you can find me at my website at mousefromindia.com um and you can find me on instagram at i underscore of underscore indigo underscore run so that's i am indigo runs underscore in between each letter um, and you could also find me on Instagram. I'm um, sorry, not on Instagram, on Facebook at um, India Cook. So that's where I am. And you can get me at tmitch68 on Instagram or email me at thomaswmitchell, the number two at gmail.com. Or hit me up at Strava. I, I, a lot of people are starting to follow me on Strava. So yeah, hit me up there. That's where you'll see my running, basically. And I'm getting more involved on Strava as I go through everybody. A lot of people getting that work in. A lot, I'm seeing a lot more Peloton, Peloton stuff then I thought I would, because you know, Peloton, you know, they showed a little picture of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can share it like there. I was like, wow, there's a lot of people with the little Peloton. I, I'm still, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm with Braxton. I just, I can't get into the Peloton. I just try, but it's just not fun. To, it's not even it's not fun. The same. It's just not, it's not the same to me. I'm sorry, I tried, I tried. And are you doing Thanksgiving? Nah, I'm, okay. uh, I will be at the house eating some form of bird. Got it. Turkey, so I don't know. Plant. I'll see you in December sometime. I don't be seeing <laughs> more, y'all more than likely. <laughs> yeah. I'll more than likely December. December some. All right. All right we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye, guys. All right. Peace.